Her business is our business. Gayatri and Aparna looking at women entrepreneurship beyond funding, sharing expertise, experiences and tools to grow your business. Hi, I'm Gayatri and I'm Aparna. Welcome to our show. Hello listeners. Aparna and I are back with another episode. Today we're going to talk about the benefits of feedback. Gayatri, I was watching Shark Tank the other day. and i noticed a number of potential entrepreneurs hearing the words i am out from high profile investors okay they looked really puzzled and couldn't figure out why they were unable to take their pitch forward something i noticed was that many of these entrepreneurs just didn't listen to the feedback and inputs being given to them by the sharks mm-hmm. they were more focused on pitching to the apparently nicer sharks who were listening to them mm-hmm. ignoring those who were genuinely interested in their pitch and were trying to give constructive feedback oh, oh. Mm. so on the one hand we want to take feedback and inputs from others but on the other hand are we really ready to hear what they have to say I can relate. I think entrepreneurs tend to be extremely attached to their business idea. Mm. And because of this receiving feedback is like someone telling you something criticizing your own child. Who wants to hear that especially from a stranger? The first reaction then is to defend your children and dismiss whoever gave the feedback. Mm. For entrepreneurs, the business is much like their child. So obviously they would react in the same way. One interesting point: a research was conducted involving 62 venture capitalists and angel investors from the Western United States in the year 2018. The respondents were all male. The results probably apply to all entrepreneurs. Two of the key factors investors looked for while funding was product passion and entrepreneurial passion. What they valued even more, though, was the presence of product and entrepreneurial passion and the entrepreneur's ability to handle feedback mm. the logic being that if the entrepreneur is open to feedback they will likely be more resilient and in touch with their customers need absolutely and feedback is essential to the survival of an entrepreneur unless you have a finger on the pulse of your customer it's practically impossible to stay competitive and provide your customer with what they need When an entrepreneur is able to take feedback from a VC, it shows the VC that you are a person who has a strong emotional quotient. VCs don't expect that you accept every piece of feedback you give them, but listening to them carefully gives them the confidence that you will at least absorb the inputs, process it, and then decide if it's useful or not. There are many business reasons to collect feedback. One is validation of your idea. building a relationship with your customers a testimonial to build more business a motivational tool or reward system for your team further develop products and services lastly identify how your brand is viewed by your target customers so let's now look at uh, some of the things that we need to keep in mind while collecting or receiving feedback okay so the first thing you need to remember is to hide your first reaction especially if the feedback is something that is making you unhappy before you do anything else just stop really try not to react at all you will have at least 1 second to stop your reaction 
Now, while one second seems insignificant in real life, it's ample time for your brain to process the situation. And in that moment, you can halt a negative facial expression or a remark and remind yourself to stay calm. This is critical to be able to show that you are genuinely interested in feedback and you want to take the conversation further. This is something that is very personal to me. Mm. In my initial days in my career, I was told very often that what I am feeling shows up really obviously in my face, especially if I'm unhappy or anxious. And this is something that I had to actually work on so that I'm not showing it. So I did this. I was able to just take a pause before I actually react to that situation. And that has really helped me in my career. Yeah, one pause changes your life. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So another important thing is that when asking or looking at feedback is break the confirmation bias. So what is a confirmation bias? A confirmation bias happens when you favor information that confirms your previously existing belief or bias. For example, Imagine that a person holds a belief that left-handed people are more creative than right-handed people. Whenever this person encounters a person that is both left-handed and creative, they place greater importance on this evidence that supports what they already believe. This individual might even seek proof that further backs up this belief while discounting examples that don't support the idea. Mm. So therefore, if they've met somebody who is right-handed and extremely creative, they'll probably say it's a fluke. Mm. Yeah, it right. doesn't exist. Mm. Yeah. So let's take it to business. Suppose you want to open an ice cream store and you set out to survey the market. In the survey, you need to include the option for the respondent to say that they don't like ice cream. If you don't, your survey is biased to the assumption that everyone likes ice cream, which, as you know, is not true. I'm not fond of ice cream, mm. honestly. So the other thing you need to remember while uh, receiving feedback is not to get caught up in another person's perspective, but to take it objectively. Now, when we ask for feedback, we are going to receive different perspectives. Mm. Some will agree with what you're doing. There will be many who disagree. Mm. So, for example, as a trainer who conducts workshops, I receive feedback on my training sessions. Okay. And there are always a couple of people who don't agree with what I'm saying mm. or they don't like the way I conducted the session. Mm. Now, in my early days, this would really bother me. Mm -hmm. The idea that someone doesn't agree with doing it my way. But over time, I came to realize that this is okay. What you need to do is to go into details, figure out what is it they're trying to say and then decide whether the feedback has value for you. Hmm. If yes, act on it. Hmm. The first session I did for an online sales company, I got the feedback that they were not able to relate to the content. Mm -hmm. This was because I hadn't connected my content to their situation. Hmm. I went back, spent time with them before the next session, included live examples from their company to demonstrate my concepts. And this made all the difference. Great. Um, and, you know, when you look for feedback, you have to ask the right questions. Mm. Aparna, I think just give me feedback would not have worked. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. So if you're genuinely seeking feedback, then your questions can't be loaded statements. For example, if you ask the question, online shopping is better than traditional alternatives for following reasons, and you give the list of reasons below, you're assuming the person answering agrees with your assumption. That means he or she also believes that online shopping is somehow better. 
This line of questioning ensures your feedback is directed in the way you may want, but the answers may not reflect reality. They're probably going to say yes because that's what you asked. A better way of framing this would be to first ask, how do you feel about online shopping? Opening up the opportunity for them to explain what they feel and why they feel that way. Word your questions carefully. Instead of say asking, how do you like my new menu card? Say, I'm trying to make the menu card more appealing to college students. Mm -hmm. How do you think that is working out? Very, very specific. The thing to remember is to ask open-ended questions where the responses require a deeper level of thinking and are not limited to yes or no. Do you love it? Yes, we love it. <laughs> yes, and once you receive feedback, get deeper into it. To avoid many of these pitfalls, it makes sense to ask follow-up questions. Ask the respondents to give you reasons for why they said what they did. Do they have past experiences that have led them to their current conclusion? Have they heard stories about it from someone else? What is the context with which they are giving their feedback? For example, someone may say that they will never go for organic milk. You need to ask them the reasons for this. It could be cost. It could be consistency of quality. It just could be they don't like the taste. Anything is possible. It's possible that the respondent was in her cousin's house and the organic milk there had got spoiled. So she decided organic milk gets spoiled very fast. So it's not suitable for me. So exposing these layers gives you the opportunity to really understand your potential customer much better. Thank you, Aparna. So the next step is <laughs> to give thanks and say yes. and follow up. Yes. It's not just to kind of close, say, oh, thank you so much and then leave it at that. As you're collecting feedback, you'll be speaking to many people whom you want to stay in touch with for the future because feedback is valuable. Having received the feedback from them, leverage this opportunity to continue and stay connected with them. Send an email or note expressing your thanks and summarizing your takeaways from what they have told you. Over time, you could keep them updated on the progress of your project too. The word feedback sometimes sends shivers down our spine. But if you look at it as an input into our growth and not as an evaluative process, we can actively include feedback in the growth of our business. We know that successful businesses actively seek feedback. I have personally been part of some of these meetings, Aparna, and it was very, very enlightening and heartening. I felt valued as a customer. Try it, folks. You'll be richer for it. Bye for now. Bye. Her business is our business. Gayatri and Aparna bringing you the woman entrepreneur, expertise, toolkits, and stories of success beyond funding. Send in your questions and comments to listener at herbusiness.in. We'd love to hear from you. <laughs>